Welcome to the Why Woman Podcast Show, a dynamic way for you to get the life and business success tips from industry leaders around the world who have been there and done that and are walking their walk. We know you're busy, so it's a fluff and puff-free zone so you get what you need to succeed quickly so you can implement it straight away. Your hosts today are Why Woman Shah Moore and Rani Pathaks. Warning women with weak bladders should not listen to our show, okay? Or don't operate heavy machinery. You've been warned, darlings. Let's go. Today we have a Young Australian of the Year, 2015 Edupreneur of the Year and international bestseller, Sam Cawthorn. Welcome to the Why Woman podcast show, Sam. Thank you very much for having me. It's going to be a great show. I've got a number of things that we would love to talk to you about. But before we get started, I'd like to tell our listeners a little bit about you so they can understand how incredible you are. So Sam is a thought leader, an expert in resilience and corporate turnarounds, and is also one of the world's leading speaker coaches. He's the CEO for speakersinstitute.com.au, a company dedicated to advance humanity by being the incubator for the next generation of speaker talent to help them get their message out into the world commercially. He's an accomplished author, having written six books, including an international bestseller, and also a philanthropist, starting a charity working with kids living with a disability in developing worlds. Sam is the 2015 Edupreneur of the Year and also the Young Australian of the Year. In October 2006, Sam's life changed forever when he was involved in a major car accident where he was pronounced dead. He was thankfully resuscitated but left with an amputated right arm and a permanent disability in his right leg. Sam, what an incredible experience to go through. Hey, thank you so much for that amazing biography. That just sounded amazing that I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, look, thank you so much. It's been an extraordinary journey. Yeah, I bet it has. And, look, Sam, you know, everyone loves me and knows me as the why woman. So the first question I love to ask our guests on the show is why do you do what you do now and how does it impact the world in a positive way? Yeah, look, great question. So so it was about uh, eight, nine years ago when I actually was pronounced dead in this car accident. And everything before that car accident, even though I was very motivated, I had a lot of things on my plate, I was doing a lot of things. For me, I really lacked direction. I lacked a purpose, a destiny, or I really lacked a why, why I was waking up each day. And so post that accident, from that death-defying you know, moment in my life, I now operate on mission, on purpose. So every single day, I wake up out of bed and I say, how can I make a difference on this planet in a positive way? And that's pretty much so it. So I, I do everything from a number of charity work um, as well as making a difference to the next generation of professional speakers that want to make a difference in the world as well. So for me, it's all about making a difference. If I if I know that I've made a difference in someone's life today, I'll be able to put my head on my pillow tonight, knowing that I've knowing that I've fulfilled my mission on this planet. 
Oh, that's brilliant. And, you know, that that speaks my language, being the why woman. I'm all about people waking up, living and sleeping on purpose. Uh, So it's great that you actually preach that and do that and live it and breathe it yourself. Uh, Sam, you know, being in business yourself and, and, you know, it's interesting when people see someone like yourself, you know, you're beautifully presented, you're funny, you're fun, you're, you're on purpose, you've got a great message and very talented Often a lot of business owners, and I know there'll be someone listening to this show right now going, oh, it's all right for Sam, you know, he's got it all going on. Yeah, he had a car accident. It's probably easy for him. His business has probably come easy. Unfortunately, as you know, that can be the perception out there where people yeah. separate what you're doing to what they're doing and put you on a pedestal and they, they disconnect from what's possible for them. So could you share maybe some of the common lies and myths around achieving business success, especially in the entrepreneurial world today? Yeah, look, again, another fantastic question. I I think in all reality, yes, people do think, oh, look, that person was either born with a silver spoon in their mouth Mm. and had their success handed to them on a platter. Let me just give you a a little bit more of an idea of my journey. So I was born and raised on a country farm down there in Tasmania, two hours out of Hobart. Now, my parents grew me up in a very lower socioeconomic um, area, and there was only nine people in year 10 the same year as me. I was then kicked out of school. So I've never been back into traditional education. So I never finished my HSC, never went to college, and, and do not have a university degree. So for me, my degree is in the School of Hard Knocks. I've been there on the literally there on the streets and learning every single step of the way. And then even today, I only live with one arm, and one good leg, and that's it. So I live with a very severe permanent disability. Yet for me, um, one thing I talk a lot about, it is our decision, not our condition, that determines who we are. And yes, we all have conditions in our life. My condition today is more physical. I've only got one arm and one leg. My condition back in the day was I don't have any um, traditional education. My Mm. condition back in the day is I'm from two hours out of Hobart in Tasmania. (laughs) Um, So so Mm. everyone has conditions, whether it's financial, whether it's relationship, whether it's this or that. Um, But for me, it's not about our condition. It is our decision. The greatest gift I believe we were ever given as humans is that is the freedom of choice every single day we get to choose whether or not we're going to wake up and make a difference today and make a massive impact or whether or not we don't so i've simply learned through a very i've learned the hard way each and every day it is difficult particularly someone that lives with a disability like even just imagine sitting in a car in a theater in a plane Mm. i'm six foot three which means close to two meters long and my right leg doesn't bend at all so i'll never be able to ride a bike i'll never be able to go for a jog but i choose to focus on the good things in life so i i get disability parking spots how cool is that Oh, look, I tell you, that that is great. And it's a great attitude, Sam, and, you know, it is very, very true. Every moment that clicks past in the clock is a new second to choose something different and choose a different decision, outcome or thought that empowers us yeah. rather than, than, you know, yeah. pulls us down. And often we get caught up in that downward spiral of thinking. And, again, it is a choice and we've all been dealt cards. And you, a great example of someone who's been dealt some cards and gone, okay, that's great. I've been dealt that hand, but here's how I'm going to play it back. And uh, that's, you know, that's what is your gift. So leading on from that, 
at what point did you realize because obviously that was quite a traumatic experience in your life there was obviously some some healing time and adjusting time and and kind of connecting back into well who am I now and how do I move forward so at what point did you realize that what you're doing now the work that you do was really your true purpose in life what was your pivotal moment yeah, so it was after after my car accident, um, I was asked to go back to the same job, same working environment, everything the same. But something had changed, not only physically, but also emotionally, mentally, even spiritually. So I was no longer focused on going back or what I like to call bouncing back after that crisis moment. And sometimes, yes, it does take a crisis for us to have a wake-up call and realize that, are we in our purpose? Are we in our destiny? And so for me, that was my wake-up call. And so I was no longer focused on going back. So for me, I was just simply asked to tell my story and then I asked to tell my story again and again and again. And today, each and every week, every seven days, I reach over 22 million people with my message of, of hope, love, and insp inspiration through social media, through my books and resources, and through my speaking. Mm -hmm. So for me, uh, you know, without a doubt, I have no, not a single ounce of doubt at all that, uh, um, that I don't know that I'm 100% in my mission, vision, um, and my purpose on this planet. And it's a great feeling, you know. Like for me, there's a sense of timelessness nearly every day. You know that feeling that when you when you do something and you forget about eating or you forget about looking mm. at your watch or you forget about like because you're right in the zone, you're <laughs> in that uh, amazing moment where time is, is, is not a factor. Mm. Like for me lately, you know, this is me every single day. I just love what I do, absolutely love it. Now that's brilliant and I'm so glad you said it in that way because uh, a lot of people feel that, you know, they, you know, some people do have that crisis, that wake up call that you talked about. And, and sometimes we've been given little signs along the way that we're not actually fulfilling our purpose. We're not fulfilling and sharing our genius zone and gifts with the world, but we, we're scared. We're, we're stuck in, I'm not good enough. We're stuck in that mindset of who's going to listen to just me. And you've got a very similar background apart from the fact that we're, we're both Indian, but similar in the sense that we didn't have that, you know, university or college degree or a barely finished high school. And it's interesting uh, when I've shared my story as well, and I'm sure you've had this, that people go, well, hang on a minute. I thought you had to have those things to then be able to stand on stages and it's not about that those things don't define who we are as people and our message yeah and we've just found yeah. a way anyway and it, I think it also and I'm, I hope you agree with this and feel free to say if you don't because I want the show to be really real but I, I really feel that people have an obligation to share their gifts their gifts have been given just to them and I don't believe that any two people on the planet have been given the same gifts and everyone has a special uniqueness their own flavor their own their own genius zone that's just their thing and it makes them unique and that's why people say oh don't you worry about competitions no one can compete with me I'm hilariously funny I'm Indian I've got this going on that going on and it's the gifts that I share and the passion how do you clone that and I think people have an obligation when they do actually dig deep enough to find out what that gift is they have an obligation to share it with the rest of the world of people that are willing to hear their message not with everyone we're not there to be people pleasers but definitely to share it would you agree with that it's an obligation yeah look without a doubt I, I fully believe that that the most unique thing about every single person on this planet is their story. 
And there are people out there in the world right now that have not overcome the things that we've overcome or you've overcome or I've overcome. There are people out there right now that are crying out for the expertise and the value and the stories that we already own. So for me, I even go as far to say, don't be so selfish mm. because you have a story, you have a message that the world needs to hear. And, and for me, it is that the, the, the onus is now on us, for us to get this message out there in the world and add value to people's lives because, there, again, there are people out there right now that are suffering from the things that we already know. There are people out there right now that have not overcome the things that we have overcome. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. Our story totally. needs to be told. I would even go as far again as to say is that, that our story is now no longer ours to own. Mm. Your story is now now no longer yours to own. Even my car accident story mm. is now no longer mine to own. Mm. That story now is there for the world. Yes. And people are so inspired through the power of story. And that's the most unique characteristic trait of every single human on this planet mm. is their story. Because not a single story is exactly that's the same. It. Not a single story. That is what separates you from the seven to eight billion other people mm. on this planet. Love it, love it, love it, and we'll bottle that because that's exactly uh, how I feel. And and I say similar things that you know, if you're holding back, you are you are the medicine for someone out there. And I really hope you know the listeners today that are listening to this just sit there and go, well, I am the medicine. And there's people literally at home in their lives sick and waiting for you to step up and share your medicine with them. And it's like we've taken, with all of us that have been dealt our cards, we've taken one for the team. But if you keep it to yourself, yeah. it's selfish. Be the medicine yeah. to the people out there that are waiting for you to step up and share it in any yeah. platform. If you want to share through video, through message, through social media stages, it doesn't matter. But find a medium to share it and get out to as many people as you can. And and I'm, I'm, which leads me beautifully onto something else I'd love to ask you. Can you share with us today one of the most life-changing testimonies that you've received that really impacted you maybe brought a tear to your beautiful eyes and made you realize wow this is why I do what I do yeah yeah so so at the start of last year I was um I was flown over through to Japan me and uh, three members of my team so obviously what I now do I'm a professional speaker and I speak at large events and conferences so this conference was over in Japan there was about 8,000 people there and I followed President Bill Clinton actually so it was mm. a big 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 event and so here I am I'm on stage I did my thing I then got off stage and then you know there was uh, you know hundreds and hundreds of people want their when their photo and their autograph buying my product etc etc then this one lady came up to me and handed me a piece of paper I just put it in my pocket and then at the end of the end of the night I then had another piece of paper from the client and I was flying back through to Australia and I'm thinking oh yeah there's two pieces of paper mm. so I read the first piece of paper and the first piece of paper was from an audience member and this is what she said she said, over the last three months, I've been to hell and back. Mm -hmm. She said, my marriage is broken down. My kids are ignoring me. I've lost my job. I'm on the verge of bankruptcy. I've even wanted to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. Actually, I, I even planned to commit suicide this week. And she said, I don't know why, but I found myself coming along to your event. And for me, this is the last straw, she said. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then she said towards the end of the letter, she goes, look, Thank you so much for giving me hope. Thank you so much for teaching me how I didn't need to end it all. Thank you so much for really challenging me and making a difference in my life. And at the end of the letter, she wrote this. She goes, 
thank you so much for saving my life. Oh my god! For me, for me, it was unbelievable. I had tears oh. running down my face. It was just exceptional. It was unbelievable. And then the other piece of paper was actually from my client. And it was my $25,000 check. (laughs) And I I suppose I I say this because I believe I'm in the greatest, I believe I'm in the greatest industry on the planet, Mm. period. I get to travel around the world in the (laughs) nicest five-star hotels, in first class everywhere. I get to stand on stage, tell Mm. my story. That's all I do. I just tell my story. I make a difference to people. I, 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 I absolutely inspire them through that story and I'm in the top 0.01% of the highest income earners per hour than any other profession on the planet. Isn't that beautiful? And you know what What makes that even more special when you just shared those letters was you shared the letter of the testimony and the life you saved before the money because I know money's not your driver and that's so clear with who no. you are and everything. It's just printed paper that, you know, we, we do things with. But the difference that you were here to make and the reason that you didn't die in that accident was to save that life and I'm sure many, many millions of others along the journeys and, and when you're on those stages. And I think... I hope the listeners today, and I I would love to hear from you listening today to the show on our Facebook page, just come back and tell us how this uh, interview has impacted you because it just shows that whatever has happened to us, we can turn it around and make something of it. And again, remember you're the medicine to people out there that are waiting for you, no matter how big or small, and just own your stuff, own your stuff, good, bad and otherwise. And, and, uh, you know, I'm sure you've had people come up to you as well and I say, oh, it's this person's fault and that person's fault. And, yes, there are certainly people that may have been at play with things that have happened in our life, but how long do we play the blame game for? Everything that's happened to us, everybody out there, has defined us and shaped us into the people we are today to allow us to do the things that we are here to do so every part of the puzzle is needed yeah that's fantastic absolutely 100% congruent with that and Sam if you could sit on the park bench with someone that has passed uh-huh. away what's something that you would like to ask them who would it be and, and what would you like to ask them yeah, so, so look, I, I'm not a religious person or anything like that. Um, however, one person that I think has really inspired me and there's, there's so much evidence around that this person actually did come to the planet um, is Jesus. Mm. Uh, again, I'm not a religious mm-hmm. person, but mm-hmm. I would love, I would absolutely love to meet someone like Jesus, sit down mm. on a park bench, look into his eyes, look into his face and just have a conversation. For me, that would be the ultimate Oh, fantastic. Oh, sorry, Sam. Is someone just coming into the studio? One second. Sorry. Oh, namaste, Mr. Cawthorn. Can I call you Mr. Sam? <laughs> yes, you can. Oh, Absolutely. Mr. Sam. Hello, my darling. Oh, you're beautiful. My name is Rani Pataks. You can call me Rani anytime, <laughs> day or night. Oh, very nice. First class. Nice to talk to a fellow Indian. Tell me a little bit. Are you married? I am married. Oh, I am definitely married. married. Oh, very good. And what about kids? You have little rugrats running around? I do have. I have three, three little rugrats running around. Oh, yes. you've been a busy boy, the Indian blood, hey? It it is it is very much so an Indian blood. Oh, very Definitely. good. Oh, that's enough. Okay, we don't now. Tell me, what is your shoe size? 
<laughs> My shoe size is 11. Oh, very big feet. You know what they say. What do they say? Oh, I cannot say on radio, naughty, naughty boy. I'll call you afterwards. Don't you worry. <laughs> now, listen, tell me, tell me. Let's talk some shop, okay? It's all about business with Indian, as you know. Now, your life changed <laughs> after your accident. Did you know, Mr. Yes. Sam, that I also have a very serious accident, you know? No, I don't know. What happened to oh, you? Oh, my golly gosh. Let me tell you, my life changed as well. I had an accident, you know. I broke my nail on my toe while I'm cleaning the chicken pen in my sari. Oh, very painful. I can understand the trauma you went in your accident. I suffer the same thing, but I'm sure you'll be very happy to know I recovered very well. The doctors are so happy with my progress, and I've even made a speaking career out of this, Mr. Sam. You want to, you want to hear my topic? You want to hear? I would love to hear your topic. Absolutely, now, yes. You, you are a thought leader, no? So give me your thought on yeah. this one. My topic is called... I broke my toenail and survived. What do you think? Do you uh, think? Look, that will, I reckon they should do a Bollywood movie on that. Oh, I tell it? you, you imagine how many rupee we can spend on Papa Dam then, eh? <laughs> wow, wow. That's exactly right. Hi, hi, amazing. Now, what is your favorite Indian food? Tell me. Um, it would be uh, vindaloo, hot, <gasps> hot um, chicken vindaloo. Oh, you like it hot, Mr. Sam? I do like it hot. Oh, yeah. first class, first class. Okay, Shar is looking very angry at me. I have to go one minute, <laughs> one minute. All right. Oh, Sam, I'm so sorry. She's. I'm going to have to lock this studio door. She just barges in whenever she wants. I'm so sorry. She, she is an absolute hoot. She is very, very, very funny. And you know something? If she needs any press or if she needs any um, help on her speaking engagements, she just needs to give me a call. Oh, my gosh. We don't really want to encourage that, do we? <laughs> she's a hoot. Uh, well, well, we definitely know that she'll get the humour prize, that's for sure. Oh, yes, yes. She, think, she thinks she's quite funny. Uh, Sam, I'd love to ask you, uh, as we're sort of wrapping up the conversation, you know, in business we all have these ups and downs and we, we, we try lots of different strategies and some work and some don't. And, again, you know, I love that picture that gets shared around about the entrepreneurial journey being this beautiful straight line and we all know that that's not the case. Can you just share with our listeners today maybe one of the worst decisions you made in business because, again, people think that we always get it right and we so don't. And um, What's the decision that you, you made and afterwards said, oh, what was I thinking? Yeah, yeah, great. So, so in a way, this is both the worst but also the best decision I made mm -hmm. because I, I look at every single decision as one of the greatest learning moments because I also, you know, I spoke at this conference last year. It was called FailCon and it was all these highly successful entrepreneurs all coming along and instead of talking about their successes and how good they are and all the success that they had, mm. they spoke about their failures and mm. every single one of them were saying that the failures that they had was one of the greatest turning points of their success. Mm. And I love that. So, uh, so, so mine was um, when I was 2IC of a company and um, 
and the business owner of, the, of this of this particular company. So I wasn't the um, I wasn't the owner, mm-hmm. uh, and I wasn't the entrepreneur at the at the time. But the owner of the company, he actually gave me his personal USB for me to use, um, you know, to transfer a file from one computer to another computer. But also, I um, I was I live a very curious life, and so I then had a look at what else was on that USB, and I found some figures and some data and a few other things, and so I then copied and pasted that mm-hmm. onto my computer, which mm-hmm. I knew I should not have done. It, for me, it was a very 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 bad mm-hmm. decision, but. Again, I live a very curious life, mm. and from that mo, um, and when the owner found out, obviously he fired me. Mm. But that was the start mm. of my entrepreneurial mm. um, journey of being an entrepreneur. So, mm. so for me, yes, um, crisis creates opportunity. That yes. sometimes we put ourselves in a crisis through a bad decision. Mm. However, that crisis does create some of the greatest of opportunities in the world. So there's a thing which is called adversarial growth which means through almost toughest of adversities mm-hmm. can ignite some of the greatest of growth periods in our life. Mm-hmm. Even if you look at the fastest growing company mm-hmm. in the history of time, right? It's called Groupon. Within mm-hmm. 18 months of starting, Google offered them $5.3 billion mm-hmm. and they started in the middle of the biggest financial recession of our mm-hmm. day, 2007, 2008. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And it's so true. And I love that term, crisis creates opportunity because it's, you know, to a smaller scale, uh, similar to the broke to BMW journey that I had after the Queensland floods and business doing extremely well. I'm like, what? This wasn't even my fault, you know, and uh, you start to go down that road and all of a sudden my business doing yeah. thousands of dollars a day is gone. And But it was the best thing because it pushed me onto the path that I'm on now and I've been able to help others and share my gifts and be the medicine to other people with that story. But as yeah. we wrap up, Sam, look, I can imagine how many people are going to hear this and want to be able to connect with you. What's the best website they can go to? to find out more about you, your programs and your books. Yeah, great. So so you can simply go to samcawthorn.com, samcawthorn.com. And another one is speakersinstitute.com.au, speakersinstitute.com.au. Perfect. And for everyone listening, we will put the details up on our Facebook page and also our website so you can connect with Sam. Sam, look, thank you so much. I know how incredibly busy you are. I really appreciate it. And I know our listeners will have some great feedback and appreciate your time with us today. And hopefully we can have you back on again in the future. And uh, you and Rani can have another chat as well. Look, I would love to hear more about how Rani's speaking success um, goes. So (laughs) it was an honour to meet you both. Thank you so much, Sam. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now. See you, mate. Bye. We know you will want to join in on the live conversation about today's incredible show. So come on over to our Facebook page, Why Woman Podcast Show, and let's chat. Listen to an episode you've missed by visiting shamore.com.au. Until next time, remember, find and live your why today. It's your life, your purpose.